Hello and welcome to episode 10, I think it is, of the Weightlift and Die podcast. You're joined with myself, Michael Farmer, of Weightlift and Die, and... Me, Jordan. Mike, you sound very timid, mate. You're not used to introducing the party. No, that was, that was quite a scary yeah. experience. Don't worry about it. Well, anyway, Mike and I are the uh, CEOs and founders of the Weightlift and Die enterprise, and um, we're here on episode 10. I didn't realise it was the 10th episode. I didn't either until I looked down and thought, that's number 10. That's the 10th one. And you know what? It's been a bumpy ride and um, it's been an enjoyable one as well. So Mike, tell us what you've been up to, mate. What's, any any news in in the world of Michael Farmer? What's happened since last week? Um, let me try and think. To be honest, not much, mate. Um, I'm doing a bit of training. Uh, I'm doing the Welsh Seniors next weekend coming. So if you're going to be along, we're going to be there. We're going we're gonna to have a flag. And we're going to be using it for the medal presentation, just like an, at an international. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have merchandise now. So um, you can see we've got flags. Uh, we also have some beautiful mugs. Uh, beautiful mugs. Um, limited edition. There are only going to be... Um, 200,000. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we're really excited about the merchandise. I, I'm really happy with how the mugs have come out, to be honest with you. Yeah, they're really good. So if you want a mug, then send us a DM and we can get you a mug or a flag. Um, if you want a flag, hats off to you. I mean, to be fair, people do have flags in the gym, like a weightlifting house flag. They'll have an SBD banner or whatever. Get one of these. Get one of them. And if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you can't see, listen on Spotify so you can see, this flag's bloody amazing. Yeah, I'm just going to try and describe it to you. It's it's a sort of a green and yellow weightlifting die logo flag. Mm. And on the bottom right it says... Weightlift, WLD till I die, die, but die is spelled D-A-I. See what we did there? I did say to Mike, um, that it should be W-L till I die, and then that would be weightlifting die, but Mike's dyslexic, so he does struggle with I re- uh, I really direction but involving words. It turns out I'm quite creative as well. So How? In, how uh, you put our logo on a mug. I also put it on the flag. Right. Yeah, I mean, if that's any measure of creativity, then hats off to you, Mike. But we're going to go straight into our first uh, segment of the podcast. And we've got written down, we actually have a photo of Spider-Man at the top, which is really throwing me off. But our first main topic of conversation is training, sharing a bar. So I suppose this could be for your regular training partner. This could be, um, I suppose we could talk about the value of, of, of sharing a bar with someone and the etiquette involved with that. I suppose... This is a topic that you wanted to discuss, so yeah. you take it off. So training and sharing a bar, take it off, me boys, I can't. <laughs> um, so me and Jordan for the past, I don't know, probably six, seven years have shared a bar nearly every single day in training. And some people think that's weird because Jordan was a one and nine, he's going down to one and two, and I'm a 73, going up to 81, blah, blah, blah. Um, so our training weights are obviously vastly different. Like Jordan would be working at between 130 and 140 snatches, and I'd be working between 110 to 120. So there's a lot of uh, changing weights involved and stuff. But we find that it's it keeps the pace in training. It keeps your intention training. It stops you going on your bloody phone in training. Um, so why wouldn't you want to share a bar? Like surely your training partners are your friends. They should be your best friends in the whole world ever. 
And if they're not, then grow up. I think there's a huge amount of um, people get very precious when when looking at training, chairing a bar because they're worried that the weights that they're lifting aren't the same as the next person. But I mean, it isn't really that difficult to take on take a 15 kilo plate off, no, or a 20 kilo plate off, or even two plates. I mean, we've trained with uh, little Liam at times, yeah. for example, who is lifting one, maybe one plate. He might he, be snatching with one plate. He, he may slash with one plate. And Jordan might have five plates on. Yeah, five red plates. Big red plates on. Big red plates. You know, but the point is, if you, you, it is worth investing in and making an effort to train with people. And we've seen it on training camps and things where mm. um, there's just a general reluctance to mingle and, and actually just share a bar. And, be, and it takes someone to be a bit... Um, just say no you're training with me today we're gonna keep this pace of training because weightlifters it's an individual sport and people become lazy then they become not very fit hence like the left but doubles and stuff come out because they're not fit in training they take long rest periods if there's two or three of you to a bar you've got to rotate really yeah, quickly in and out my favorite way to train is actually free to a bar where one person is wrestling one person's chalking the hands and they change the weights and the person chalking the hand goes straight in for the set yeah and you'd be surprised how quickly you can get through your weightlifting session because normally people take between like two and three hours to train we've we do like an hour hour and a half and then hit accessories mm. it, it shouldn't take that long i mean you shouldn't really be resting that much and it, it's a case of right okay what have you got today mike i've got snatch variation all right okay well i've got snatch variation as long as you're not off the blocks and the other person's off the floor, there's really no no excuse. No, in um, my opinion, you, you should be training. Like, if on the odd occasion I go to North Wales to train, I will look for someone to cheer a bar with and train to keep the same pace of training, to keep the intent, to keep me want to go into the gym. Because North Wales is a, is a is a doom and gloom place. It's a bleak place, so I want to make it less bleak by having some friends to train with. That makes a lot of sense, and I will say. I'm going to call someone out now, and I love it a bit, but Catherine, she's so unwilling to share a bar in training. And I think it's, I think, I'm going to interject here and defend you to the hills, Catherine. I think, Mike, she's visually impaired. She, she cannot see very narrow peripheral. She cannot see anything around her, and she may not notice that people are in the gym. <laughs> well, that's a fair point then. You um, didn't think of that, did you? I didn't think of that. She actually wears contact lenses now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, but I anyway, Kat, I'm just, I'm basically trying to play devil's advocate here for you. But yeah, fucking share a bar with someone. There yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you think that's, I'll cover it? Well, yeah. I mean, to, I mean, <sighs> sharing a bar is. It means a lot to us. It's like making love. Um, you need two people, I guess, at least. At least. The more the merrier. Making love with yourself is is great, but you need... Uh, the more, Yeah, the more the merrier. But, more however, here's a question. Falls uh, a crowd? Uh, no, not necessarily. Someone, someone gets at up. what point do you draw the line? Oh, okay. Um, with sharing a bar. Sorry, let me just with, clarify. With things. sharing a bar. So I think free works really well. We've done four. That's uh, tough. It requires everyone to be, this is the thing, the more people you chuck in the mix, everyone's going to be on, a, on their mustard. If it's their go to lift. They've they got to lift like straight away. They've got to lift. They've got to be chalked up, ready to go. And they can't be thinking, is it my go? 
you know, pay attention to the order. You get kicked off the platform. We know weightlifters aren't the quickest people on the planet in terms of, you know, mental, you know, cognitive uh, capacity. Mm. But you've got to basically just keep up with what the order of four people are. are. Which isn't hard at all. So come on, guys, you, you can do that. Do you know who's really bad at that? Who? Joe Walton. Oh, God, yeah. And he's a smart guy. He's a very intelligent bloke. He's more intelligent than me and you put together. Just saying something. Yeah, I guess. I'll concede. Um, <laughs> he's our third wheel, if you want to put it like that. We always train together. And now Joe's a super. Joe's a 102. I'm an 81. So it shouldn't it shouldn't work, but it does. And we actually, I think we lift better like that. We, I think I PB my snatch before in, a, in this little free thing. And I love training with Joe. I love training with Joe as well. Joe, Joe is one of these people who, he's like a success whore. He hangs around successful people all the time. He'll just pop up in your gym and if you're any good and he'll, he'll be there one day. So if there's a new breed of successful weightlifter in the UK, Joe Walton will be in a gym near you. Yeah. And look, normally, right, I suppose success would sort of rub, rub off on the people around him. You know, so for Joe, you'd expect... He's, it's amazing how unsuccessful he is despite the people he's hanging around with is what I'm saying. Oh, but gosh. he did pause squat 300 kilos the other day. That's a lot of kilos. There's a lot of kilos. But anyway, what, and here's another great thing about training with someone or training with a group of people. They take your videos. Nope. Nope. Not where you're going That is that. true. That's a fact. But they also add a different sort of taste, a different flavor to the session, each of them. Everyone's got different personalities when it comes to weightlifting. Mm. Everyone's got a different, you know, um, you know, I, I'm quite extroverted in my sort of aggression towards weightlifting. You're more introverted and, and focused, yeah. I suppose, internally on all that. Joe's fucking mental. Yeah, he, he, he can explode um, extrovertly, but also be that introvert as well. That's why he, I think it works quite well, the three of us, because he has the, uh, the assets of both of us, really. And he does offer a bit of a... Um, lightheartedness to training which we need sometimes yeah because me and you struggle with that i think we take trainers most of the time quite seriously not at the moment but in the lead up to the game certainly we took our sessions were very serious there wasn't a lot of laughing and joking there was no smiling and he he brought the smiling which is it's a good thing i think yeah there we are training sharing a bar okay how did this happen that's a very good question once again it's not a question but so we want to talk about your Instagram bio. So bios in general. Um, well, I actually wrote down putting your girlfriend's name in your bio, which sort of triggered this conversation because I think that's probably the worst thing that you can do on earth. Like, do you remember when you were about 14, like your first girlfriend or like, and then you put the, the initials in the bio? Grown men still do this and it makes me fucking sick. Mm, yeah. I mean, some people even put the date that they met them or something. Or Jesus Christ. I don't know. It's... You're not on your fucking Blackberry anymore, all right? No, you, you don't need to send me a ping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on BBM. But I, it, it provokes a wider conversation of bios in general. And I'm going to be honest. We see some bad bios knocking about. I find my own bio pretty fucking cringy. Yeah, I hate mine as well. You know, I, in fact, I think someone put an anonymous question in the other day and they were like, people who put their achievements in their bio... <laughs> and I, yeah, and I thought that's so wet. And then I thought, wait, that's I, my bio. Wait a minute, fuck. Yeah, you know. fear. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna fucking go in on myself for once, right, and say, self roast. Those are rare. I got a shit bio. 
I have got a shit bio. I don't think it's that shit, mate. Mate, it's got fucking British champion in it. It's got Commonwealth <laughs> Games in it with the flag from 2018 and the flag from 2022. That's that's wet. Yeah, that's quite wet. Actually. Yeah, right. So I'm roasting myself here, and it. I mean, if you check when this comes out on Monday, it's going to be di completely different. It's going to be exactly the same. <laughs> I got no shame, but I'm also saying I'm admitting that it's not a cool bio, but I haven't got my girlfriend's initials in the bio. No, so well, I'm not going to give you more points for that. It's just something you sh definitely shouldn't be doing. Yeah, I agree. But what else shouldn't you have in your bio? Um, discount so, codes? Discount codes. So I think if you're a legit sponsored athlete, you have this little link tree thing. I think that's, that's okay. Yeah, like Ems Campbell has Nike. she got beard discount codes, I think. she got Nike, right? Nike is a sponsor, okay? Put Nike in your bio. If you put Nike in your bio, I, I really can't blame you for it. It's one of the biggest no. flexed sponsors. But people who put their 10% off X company, but they're not a sponsored athlete, they've just applied and they just get pinged out at 10% off just because they're any Tom, Dick and Harry. That makes me die. I hate that. Yeah, it's, well, it's actually for, it's for their commission, isn't it? It's for their £30 a year commission. £30 a year, yeah. Yeah. You know, which all helps. I don't know how, <laughs> every, how much Spotify every, is, but it's about £10 pound a month, isn't it? But um, yeah, I, I suppose the discount code's not cool. Um, what else? Any sort of cringy thing, like um, um, cringy quotes? I'm going to be... Oh, quotes, yeah. Like, we all have the same We all have the same 24 hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, I mean, or that's so basic, Actually, here's another one that sort of winds me up a bit. People who put their best lifts in their bio... They put like snatch comp one twenty one, snatch training one twenty three. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's that's, that's really bad, isn't it? Grow up, mate. If so, like, you think someone's gonna click on your profile? I mean, wow, I'm impressed because of your one twenty snatch. Like, oh, don't get me wrong, one twenty snatch is decent, but let someone find it. Let someone be impressed by the way that you lifted it. Don't show me in your bio because you're shouting it in my face, and I hate that. Do you know the excuse that will come back at us? What? that people use their Instagram as a training log. And I hate that. You hate that, do you? It's not a training log, okay? You're not, you, you're, you, are not use, you are not using your Instagram as a training log. If you wanted a training log, set up a fucking folder in your photo album, yeah. and there's your training log. You are public, you are using it like all of us use it, for clout. All of us use Instagram for self-gratification. And if you, you're lying if you don't. I'm sorry. You, Everyone you, does. You're bullshitting right now. If you listen to this sat at home thinking, no, well, this is my training log. I can look back at my videos from a year ago and then compare. No, because you wouldn't post it on Instagram. You'd leave it in your camera roll to then say a year ago today, oh, cool. I snatched 120. Yeah. Now I snatched 121. I'm making great progress. Yeah. Here's my training log. It's not your training log. It's and we're not shaming you for have for not you know for, for just having an Instagram that has weightlifting on it. That's what we do. But we're not we're not stupid. <laughs> no, no, we're not claiming that our Instagram is a training log. We're not saying Instagram's any good. Nor is anyone's tr Instagram a training log. It's a fucking Instagram. It's Instagram. <laughs> it's a social media page. Anyway, I got one, I got one more for the bio. Okay, um, putting your coach's name in there. I think this is controversial. I don't know anyone who does that. Do you know what, mate? I, I see plenty. Really? Yeah, I, I don't like that. It's like, that person doesn't own you, and you're not, you're almost claiming the successes of ex-coach. 
instead of you, you're like, oh, I'm cool because he's cool. You're better off putting your dad in your bio. If you haven't got a dad, put your mum in your bio. <laughs> if you haven't got a mum or dad, put a guardian in your bio. Yeah, put the legal guardian in your bio if you can. Yeah. Um, there we are. <laughs> Bios. <laughs> Bios. Right. You've got a, a question here that is actually a question. Oh, um, yeah, we have a question. You want to press a button? Yeah, okay. Okay, so <laughs> we asked <laughs> the wrong button. We left that in. <laughs> we left that button there. We shouldn't have. Because I saved the life last week. You'll, oh. have, you'll remember from the last podcast. But Stop anyway. going on about that. Okay, we do have a question, though. Um, so <laughs> our question from the public this week. It's thoughts on Carlos NASCAR's 125 clean and jerk. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. Um, but 125 clean and jerk. Cool. 125 kilos. Well then, um, that's two reds and a colouring competition, I think. Yeah, that's. I mean, I remember my first 125 kilo. That's a big day, actually. Jerk. Ooh, do you want to talk about that? Um, notable bar-looking lifts. That's, if that doesn't make, that probably doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Put that better, please. Aesthetically pleasing competition bar loads. That, I, I, I almost had it. Almost. But, I mean, I'm going to say, right, firstly, uh, your first set of reds. I'd say, yeah, ooh, okay. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to way back, because I'm a lighter lifter, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with the smaller plates. Your first 20 kilo bar. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. In, in a competition, I think 105 kilos, because that's a red and that's a yellow. No, I'm, I'm saying your first red, like your 75 kilo lift. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Fair. I'm speaking for women as well. We'll move on to women. I've just said, I, I'm just, like, this is the first one. Is it, you, I'm, I'm working my way up. But, uh, you know, if a, if a woman or a light lad or a child hits yeah. his first or her first 70 kilo or 75 kilo with a red, set of reds, that's yeah. a fucking good thing. And then, cool. and then it goes to first um, two plate. First two plate, 95 kilos or 90 kilos for women. And then it's going to be, we could just say it's for every bloody variation. So I'm going to spin right. off 105. Ignore what I just said. The two slabs of beef. Two slabs of beef. 125 kilos. Like Carlos Nascar. Yeah. Like, that's, you, well, that's a good day for him. I, I don't know him, but well, well done, mate. You're going to have to really graft hard to get the, the, the next one, which is three plates. Yeah. 140. 45. 145. Or, or 40. 140 for women. Um Oh, all right. And one after that for me is um, three slabs of beef. I know you're going to say something different, like a yellow or something. No, I was going to roast myself on the internet. Um, okay, go on. So my first ever free plate clean. Um, do you know where I'm going with this? No. Oh, the T-shirt rip? The T-shirt. Oh, God. Um, I, was, oh, I think I weighed about like 64 kilos or something. <laughs> something, something embarrassing. If I sleep, uh, sneezed, he'd have fucking fallen over. Yeah, I, I didn't look well. Anyway, so I cleaned 140 and I've never been happier. Like to this day, I don't think I've ever hit a PB and ever been so happy. I then tried to rip my t-shirt, but bearing in mind I'm a child and I weigh 64 kilos. And it just, it doesn't rip. It just, it just stretches. And This is thin cotton as well, folks. It's not. It was, it was high quality uh, cotton from Heavy Rap Gear. Was it? No. Well, that's a plug for heavy rep gear. I mean, they've got unrippable clothing. So, yeah, but, so yeah, Mike, basically, he hit 140, three plates, and then proceeded to attempt to rip his shirt open like fucking Clark Kent with Superman costume underneath, and it was an absolute damp squid. It's squib? Squid? Squid. 
one of the worst days of my life. You know when you let a balloon out and you let it go and it, it fizzles out. It that's, ju- that's what the 140 clean was It like. just ruined the whole thing. And it was such a big moment for me. And then Ruined. Ruined. I've been scarred for life. There's a video somewhere. I'm not going to share it unless the public want that. Then I probably still won't, to be honest, because I'll kill myself. God, right, okay. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, what else? What other questions have we got? Um, so all, this section is all from the public, by the way. Um, uh, let's go to Kiss, Marry, Kill out of Wild Boar, Ronin, and Loughborough Weightlifting Clubs. Kiss, Marry, Kill, Wild Boar, Ronin, and Loughborough. Okay, that's a very interesting one and a very interesting mix of clubs as well. I mean, we've been um, we've been to Loughborough. We've been to Wildborn on numerous occasions Lots to watch their weightlifting comps. They run really good competitions, by the way, guys. And they're really nice people. And they're lovely people. They do. We had a stone baked pizza last time. That was delicious. Good coffee. And we we've actually refed at two competitions. Yeah, I've bar loaded at one of them as well. So see. and Rachel uh, Rachel from Wildboar thought I was very grumpy on the last session, but I wasn't at all. No, in Rachel. <laughs> um, and I mean, so really, I'm going to say I'm marrying Wild Boar. Yeah, I don't want to be boring and agree with you, though, but I'm going to have to agree because it's a lovely place to go. I'm killing Loughborough. People. I'm killing Loughborough. I'm just going to say it right now. Killing them. But don't you want to be a bit of a tease and just kiss Loughborough just for the, just for the hell of it? No, because I think here's my thoughts, right? Okay. This is why I'm, this is, this is why I'm kissing Ronin, okay? Okay. Ronin are from London. Yeah. So they're a bit hip. They're a bit with the times. Yeah. We're Welsh. We're about 20 years back. That's true. Kissing a bit of, bit of Ronin, bit of London, bit of London Strange. <laughs> yeah, you with me? Yeah? Yeah. It's a bit of hip on the, on, on the arm, right? You marry Wild Boar because you know when you get home after a long day's work, you're having a cup of tea and biscuits and oh. food, on the, food on the table. Yeah. And they're really cool. You know, it's a really... They're marryable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Loughborough. Loughborough, you kill them all. You kill them all. Every single one of them. Like, With, you do not hesitate. You're scum of the earth. And I'm pretty sure 20% of our following is from Loughborough, but... Kill them all. Kill them all. You're cockroaches of the earth. Yeah, and you know what? Wow, that, that is heavy. <laughs> Maybe I went a bit too far. But, you know, like, uh, ever been out in Loughborough? We went to the pub once at a camp. What was that like? Hills have eyes. Crap. Oh, yeah, we were... Yeah, we were stared at, weren't we? we were like freaks. Horrible experience. Yeah, it wasn't great. The, the whole thing is built around the university. And I mean... The type it, of people that go to Loughborough, they, they go to Loughborough because it's Loughborough. They didn't go they've, got Loughborough. Lo- they've got Loughborough in their bio. Oh, yeah. If you're from Loughborough, you 100% have got Loughborough weightlifting, whatever the fuck you call it, in your bio. Yeah, remove that. Remove that. Please. But yeah, I'm killing Loughborough. And I'm, I'm, I'm giving a little snog to Ronin. It was, a, it was a kiss a minute ago. You okay, I'm upgrading. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby dinner first. Um, and I am uh, marrying Wild Boar. And now I'm throwing one at you. Okay, go. Snog, marry, avoid. Stuart Martin, Dave Sawyer, Andy Callard. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, God, this is difficult. Because I, I love them all. <laughs> um, so if you, if you don't know who these people are, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. They're the three main GB international coaches. Um, who are you avoiding? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't want to avoid anyone. Um, I think, okay, I'm going to marry first. I'm going to 
I think I'd marry Andy. The amount of stories and uh, for comical value, you get home after a long day of work, Andy's got a great story to tell you. He's going to cheer you up if you've had a bad day. I don't think Stu would cheer me up after a bad day. I think Stu would just put me down. You know what? I get I, that. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to avoid Stu. He's really tall. He's really intimidating. Um, <laughs> he looks down on me. <laughs> so you're snogging Dave. I'm going to snog, snog Dave. Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting, Mike. That's an interesting spin on it. Yeah. What about you, John? Uh, I, I too will be marrying Andy. Yep. Okay. Um, for the, for reasons you've said, really, I think he's a very, you know, I think he's a romance. Yeah, I see that. I reckon he. I reckon he's a bit You'd of come a... come home one day and he, he'd buy your rose or something lovely. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. But he's he's a charming guy, yeah. He's got that South London... South London. ...bit of thing about him, you know, a bit cool. Um, I mean, I love uh, Sc- Scoop and Skip, so they would make great stepkids. Yeah, they would. Um, that would be quite fun, wouldn't it? Imagine you're the stepdad. I'd be their stepdad. That would be great. I am um, actually... I'm I'm gonna sn- I'm gonna snog Stu. God, right? Okay. For two reasons. It's the first one is because yeah, he's taller than me, and he looks similar to me as well. So there's a bit of vanity to it. And what? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see that at all. I've been, no, I, me, Stuart, and um, Jason Epton have been called Russian dolls of each other. What What are you guys smoking at home? Like, come Seriously. on, and. This is this is my main reason for that. I'm avoiding Dave because the the thought of snogging Dave is a really scary one. He has got big shovel hands. He is strong, and if he pulls you in and you're snogging him, you are going to feel very small. When you feel safe, I suppose I would feel safe. Yeah, that raises further questions. Anyway, <laughs> but that's that. Um, yeah, the button, John. Oh, actually, I know, I know what we're going to do. We can obviously cut like a thing. Yep. We're going to give you a... We at Weightlift and Die are going to give you a little bit of insight into a little project that we've, we've been working on. Yeah, guys, you're going to be really excited about this. So we've been working really hard behind the scenes. And this is not the finished project, by the way, but we're going to give you a little teaser because you're our favorite listener. Um, this is our... What would you call it? Our first single that we're going to release on our EP? It's our first single. It's our our first single. single. Um, It's called Who Else But Breeze. I hope you all enjoy. Can you tell me where I'm going wrong? Can you tell me not to use my arms? Breeze, 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 can you please? I'm struggling to split to the bar, can you please? me my mental health is hurt because of your commentary but who else but breeze that was of course who else but breeze by weightless and die um we will be re- releasing a full ep of uh, i suppose it's a homage to Weight- weightlifting coaches weightlifting coaches yeah um and all lifters yeah, lift, Yeah, not exclusively coaches, but we are going to be making an EP. Um, currently um, in talks with a record label. Um, yeah. 
who uh, they, they, they're quite interested in making a music video with us. So that's coming up. Bit of from die news for you. We've also got a mailing list now. So if you do want to sign up to the mailing list, just drop us a message on Instagram. And yeah, maybe uh, we can send out a form so you can actually join the mailing list. That makes more sense. Um, we could do that. And I won't send you four emails next time. Um, sorry. But we're gonna, basically just going to give you a bit of wait from die news, a bit of uh, uh, UK news, and you know maybe a bit of insight into what's going on in our heads at the moment. Yeah, we can, get, we can probably provide you with some updates, something you can actually read rather than listen to, because why not? You're educated people, aren't you? Right, so we've had um, someone write in as well, asking us to comment on the uh, recent scandal scandal with crystal palace and the cancelled competition on the weekend yeah so i don't you might have seen this on instagram crystal palace unfortunately due to unforeseen circumstances they had to cancel their weightlifting competition on the weekend of the 27th whatever whatever day it is Mm. um uh, we need to state once again that we're delivering the news uh, this is our opinion only not the opinion of our governing body employer and or nano bamp so but the, the there is a prick that, that commented on on the post which we're going to home in on now yeah um do you think should we name him yeah he's called max he's called max um he, mate max you treat a lot of people um by your your comments on this so crystal palace they've run weightlifting competitions well keith more importantly has run weight regional level weightlifting competitions every three months or so for the past 20 to 30 years that's a hell of a long time like, there's so much pedigree that have come out from that gym meg and i had the the privilege of training there um in around sort of april may time this year and um we were in london anyway for a wedding and i dropped them a message and um they had us down for the day and it is just so rich in history it does feel a bit like a museum when you walk in and you're you're looking at the the um the the walls and there is just so much memorabilia everywhere there are photos of all sorts and i mean it's just an incredible it's an incredible um place of history for british weightlifting yeah it's one of the most esteemed weightlifting clubs in the uk and they they do a lot of competitions they host competitions all the time they they do a christmas a winter one and a They'll do a summer one. And and they've done this for so many years. And Keith, who runs the club, he's done more for regional level weightlifting in, in, in and around London. And I'd say even for British weightlifting the past 30 years than anyone else. Like, they've had to cancel this competition because they had no choice at short notice. Like, come on, you think they wanted to do that? No, they did And th- this guy's argument. It's not even my gripe, mate. He said, I've got the comments up now. I'm not being rude. Do it. He said, well done, another great failure in an average place to host weightlifting comps. Fuck off. Like, this is not an average place to do weightlifting comps. This is one of the best places in the UK. And if you think it's average, why are you even bothering do anything to do with this? This man's not even lifting, by the way. He trains at uh, wit as well, right? Whatever it takes. And if that is your measure of what a good weightlifting club is, you need... Honestly, mate, you need to fucking... Uh, Get off those drugs. Whatever drugs you're smoking, mate. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I'm going through his Instagram now. and I've got a ponytail. Yeah, I'm just glad that you can't see it. But, um, I mean, it's just, it's it's someone that's just not in touch with, um, well, any level of respect and sort of decorum and just 
general, you know, no. good bloke natures. And I understand you have your right for your opinion and you do have a right to say whatever you want online. But be warned, if you're going to put something online, something online is going to come back at you. Like, oh, nice, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> How long you had that one in the locker for? Jesus. That was good. Flames. I Flame agree, emoji. mate. I, um, I sent Jordan a screenshot if he can bring it up now. Yeah, I can do that. Um, this man made a comment to Joe Calvino. Hi, Joe. Oh. <laughs> what an idiotic comment. He since deleted it. So fair play, Marks, whatever your name is. Um, Make sure you... Is this the one? That's the one. Read it out, Jordan. Make sure... Right, at Joe Calvino, right? Make sure you accept my friend request because I'm curious how is your lifting. Joe Calvino is 21-time British champion. How is your lifting? Again, are you on crack? Commonwealth Games athlete. Oh, my God. You're going after Joe about her weightlifting. Like... <laughs> Come on. One thing I will say is... Um, I just want to say well done to Crystal Palace because you will not have to host a competition for this man again, by the looks of it. I, so, I don't think he was lifting, George. I, I don't know. He wasn't lifting? No, I don't know. So what gripe. the fuck's his gripe then? Like, I don't know. He's got a ponytail. How, so many like, competitions is, how, many, how many competitions has this man hosted? Oh, he's going to defend him saying, oh, well, Witt holds competitions. Well, well, none that I've been to. None that I've been to. And Witt... Uh, You're welcome I, to try and... Uh, get into the comp in April at Wit in London. Looking forward to show you how you should treat athletes and how a proper communication works. Have a great evening. Yeah, mate. I mean, Witt, just to let you know, um, Max, we've received your um, request to be part of the weightlifting die team, meth ma team death match. Meth match. That would be interesting. Um, open, close, team death match, invitational, and we politely decline. You are not coming. We unpolitely decline. Yeah, you're a fucking cock, mate. I'm saying yeah. it now. You're a cock, and um, I live in uh, I live in Newport, and I work in um, uh, in the Hayes in Cardiff City Centre. So if you fancy a trip down and we can have a chat, then by all means, that's not a threat. I'm just a genuine chat, you know. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Press a button, John. Okay. Uh, what, what are we? We're gonna do that. How did this happen? That's a very good question. This is a question we've had. We've had this question. Oh, it is a question. Yeah, we, this is a question. We had a question that said, genre of music for Snatches versus Clean and Jerk. This but, is a cool question. Like, whoever sent this in, I am. Like, well then, um, George, can I start? No, mate, you hit off. I hit off. Right, so, Snatches. Um, me and Jordan might be of a different opinion to this one. Um... When I snatch, I want to listen to something with a high BPM. All you can hear is that fucking tap, Jordan. <laughs> you want to, I want to snatch with something with a high BPM. So something like techno or like tech house or something like that. Um, I, I don't want slow, nothing slow, nothing boring. I want high paced, high energy because I want to snatch dynamically and fast. And I want to keep that focus in my head. What about you when you snatch, Jordan? I don't snatch dynamically or fast, so that doesn't really have to be a concern of mine. Okay. I typically, I quite like something a bit more mellow for the snatch. See? Oh, really? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, a bit of Fleetwood Mac or something like that. Well, for snatching? Yeah, man. I, I, I don't mind. I mean, I, I really don't mind. For the snatch, I would, I would be more than happy to lift to some classic rock or some funk 
or any like funk's a yeah. really good genre for just lifting in general you really find your groove with it mm. um and the snatch would be happy with the clean and jerk genre i mean i want something that makes me want to fucking explode well, you want like angry music not angry music okay. i mean it could be high bpm like you know rocky cock off kind of music um it could be um just it could just be really loud Really, just really yeah, loud. I get that. Um, I think for me with Clean and Jerks, again, I go back to funk or anything funky. I, I'd rather a slower BPM um, for Clean and Jerk because I want to more find my rhythm with that. So I think a, a Clean and Jerk is a slower process than a snatch. And I'm a bit weird. I, I work off timings a lot more and I do, I'd almost set my timing with the music um, to do things. So that, that's what I prefer anyway. That's a really that's a really stupid way of timing things as well, by the way. Music changes all the time. Well, I don't know what you mean by that. It is stupid because also in a competition, it, I it's just don't silent. silent. <laughs> what do you mean you, you lift on timings of the music? I do. What are you on about? How does that make any sense? Well, it makes sense up here. No, I don't understand because like, what, what if your timings is fucking Freebird by Leonard Skinner and you're waiting eight minutes in between the lift? Well, no, well, no you're not going to wait, are you? But it's just, I, I just don't know what you mean. Right, so I don't, I don't even know. How to you you don't know what you mean. I do want. Well, I, I obviously do because I do it. Uh, explain what you do. Right, tell so, the public. Most songs are at 120 BPM. If you don't know, <laughs> that is the stupidest claim ever. Why is that just stupid? That is so stupid. Most popular culture songs. Most songs are 120 BPM. They are. That's what it is. That is so bollocks. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, so you. You set your clean and your jerk. You know what? I'm gonna give up on this. Yeah, you should, mate. You should. This is what this is what I do though. I listen to the music and I time myself when I walk to the bar if it's gonna build up. And, I, and that is different to what I just said. About, <laughs> so you're I have, saying I have contradicted myself. You say you you make sure that you lift on the drop. Is that all you're saying? I don't. Well, I do, but. I mate, I'm with you. I, I I like I like if you know if there's a song that I know there's a good drop in, and everyone fucking does this, and no one's you know no one can say that they don't do this. Yeah. They'll chalk up, and if if they need to over egg it a little bit to get the drop in when they lift, they will. I did that tonight actually. Yeah, and then I missed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very anticlimactic. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I do. You might do that at home, viewers. You might not. You might train my headphones in, which we hate. Um, yeah. I I actually, um, I find that, I mean, I know you were saying that it's a slower movement typically and you need to find your rhythm and stuff. But I think that it makes more sense for you being someone who typically makes the clean and might miss the jerk mm. because it is then a rhythm. Whereas for me, um, I, I basically perform... You, you need to attack the clean a bit more. I perform an exorcism every time I clean. And um, yeah, fair. I got a fucking Ouija board on the floor and I'm like basically summoning everything to get into the clean. And then once I do the clean, I'm okay. But yeah, I yeah. need like, it takes a lot of psychological battering sometimes to clean the way I do. And physical, because it really hurts. Um, and that's why I sort of need some really loud music um, to, to get myself going for that. And really quick and aggressive and, you know, just like really confrontational music. Really quick. Um, one song for Snatch, go. One song for Snatch. I am going to say 
Dr. John. Um, I don't know the name of the song, but it goes, uh, everybody want to get rich right away, right away, right away, right away. Good choice. Go. Uh, believe Eli Brown. That you got to believe something. Why don't you believe, believe in me? me? Yeah. yeah, that's a really good song. We're going to put links to both of those songs in the in the bio to this uh, podcast. And then Clean Jerk, go. Clean and Jerk. I'm going to go Precious and Grace, uh, ZZ Top. Good. Uh... Oh, I can't pick two, can I? You can, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go Master of Puppets on the rock uh, spectrum. That's, that's a really good song. And then I'm also going to go oh, Blue Monday. That's also a really good song. New Order. What can I say? That's a great song. Speaking of Master of Puppets, do you watch Stranger Things? No. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're at the end of the podcast anyway. Um, no, are we not? No, we're going to fucking call someone. Oh, right, yeah, right. We are now going to... Uh, give our guest a ring so everyone strap in um we are going to call our first guest so i'm glad i know you waited 10 episodes for this but it's finally happening hey guys we are now joined with commonwealth gold medalist and uh paris 2024 uh olympic team member um chris murray chris how you doing mate oh, i'm great i'm big big fan of the show so so grateful to be on weightlifting diet brilliant <laughs> Anyway, that was Chris. Um, big thanks to Chris for being on the show. Um, should we actually have him on? What, mate? Yeah, let's have him. Let's have him. Come on. Okay, guys, we are now joined uh, live with our first guest of the show. Uh, this guest is Chris Murray. He is the Commonwealth Champion 2022. He is also a member of the GB team who will be going out to Paris uh, Olympics. Uh, Chris, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you uh, so much for having me on. I'm a big fan of Weightlifting Die. Uh, are you really? Yeah, I love it. Listen to every episode. Wow. Well, that means a lot. Thanks, Chris. Well, that is great to hear. Um, as as all the listeners know, um, we're obviously a big fan of yours, Chris, as our best friend. And um, let's not forget that he's our Lord and Saviour. Yeah, he is. He is. And basically, Chris, this is only a, sh a short, brief conversation, mate. We, we just want to know, you're obviously, um, you've got some competitions coming up. Just let us know what they are and what, you, what you're doing in preparation. How's it all going? Uh, yeah, so coming up to World uh, two weeks out. Um, prep's going pretty well. Can't complain too much. Just hanging on. Obviously, it's been quite a competition-heavy year. But... Uh, we're hanging on. We're doing all right. And you obviously come off the back of a um, European silver medal, um, your last under-23 competition. You're the first gent ever to do it. Um, fucking remarkable performance. Um, did you expect to exceed, um, I wouldn't say exceed um, what you did at the Commonwealth Games, but do you, did you expect to maintain that trajectory following the Commonwealth Games? Did you think that there might have been a bit of a lull um, how did you sort of approach that mental aspect coming from off the back of such a big performance in August? Well, as, as Mikey alludes to um, in, a, in a story in the previous podcast, you know, it was his grounding techniques that really secured that, vic uh, that victory, that silver medal mm. uh, for me. Uh, you know, a bit of a wobbly in the back room. Um, we all have them, Chris. very different going from, you know, four or 5,000 people cheering for you to just one one or two GB lifters in the corner going, come on, Chris. And an Albanian with a Vuvuzela who's walked into the room <laughs> for the wrong reasons. Sure. 
it's um yeah i suppose we we haven't really spoken about that but there's there's obviously such a big um you know you've come off the back of a home games i mean the crowd we were in the crowd for that mm. um and it was just ridiculous the atmosphere obviously you were you were toe to toe with um kill bruce and um the the canadian fella and it was just neck and neck the whole way through and and the atmosphere was just it, it was electric wasn't it and yeah i i thought i felt sorry for you chris when it you you're such a great lifter i don't want to blow too much smoke up your ass cuz i know you're our best friend in the whole widest world ever but you you're a really good lifter then to, for you not to get that respect walking out of the Europeans with because there wasn't any crowd there wasn't any cheering I found I thought that'd be really hard for you but you did incredibly well I gotta say thank you mate thank you it was um it was yeah it was it was definitely different um going from like we said the Commonwealth to that um but like the shape that I was in it wasn't it wasn't Commonwealth game shape but I managed to hold on to quite a bit of strength. Mm. going into it um so I was fairly confident with the lift I needed to do and then thankfully one of the um where was he from Bulgaria or yeah you uh, tore a hammy or something yeah he pulled his hammy pretty nastily so brilliant I mean I've seen him come out for his first two missed the first one just pulled the second one and then that brought me out for my third and as soon as I walked out for that I was like you know what he's he's bombing out I don't even need to make this in order to beat him um, Did and you that think was that was quite invigorating? Sorry, Chris. Not really. It was. It was. Do you know what? Like without without sounding too up myself, like it was an easier win than I was expecting. Uh, I expected. You know, there was three people battling out for bronze based on the start list, mm. but as soon as that um, that guy pulled out. It was these two other guys who had a slightly low entry total to me, batting it out for third. And that meant that I could just, you know, do the extra kilo in order to secure that second second place. And I think everyone really lifted within themselves just to make sure that they were, like, getting weights on the board in order to bring home medals. And it meant that my job was a little bit, a little bit easier. Sure. It shows how you're such a clinical lifter, though, and when, no matter the circumstance, you can deliver. Um, how excited are you for Worlds, then? Um, what, what sort of crowd are you expecting, and do you think that's going to invigorate you in the same sort of way as the Europeans, or maybe because uh, it's a bigger comp, you'd be more invigorated? Well, well um, I have some family members in the crowd, uh, being half Colombian, so I'm looking forward to that. Of course, your, mo- your mother's uh, Colombian. Uh, Tell I'm, us. And Worlds yeah. in Colombia this year, if you didn't know, guys. Yeah, little uh, little inside, uh, little little known fact for the weightlifting die um, fan base followers. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I'll have some family out there, which would be nice. Um, I haven't seen them in a long time, um, but just wait and see what sort of group I get. Um, Worlds is very oversubscribed at the moment, so I'm sure there'll be D and E groups and with those with that amount of groups they're going to be at some pretty awful times so hopefully i get a fairly decent time of the day to lift because uh, i think that'll be the one thing that'll throw me off if i'm lifting at 6 a.m or i don't know 10 p.m at night but hopefully with a with a good uh, good schedule uh good timing of lifting i'm hoping to put up some fairly decent numbers 
Give us some numbers, Chris. Come on, on give put, us some numbers. Put something out there. Um, well, I'm chasing that three plate snatch, so Oof. I'd like to see 45 plus go up there, and then I think I'm in shape to do one or two kilos more on the clean jerk than I did at the games. But um, 400 pounds. Yeah, 400 pounds would be. I think that's probably what I'd put on. Yeah, Mate, I don't think that'd be so cool. But it's um, it's an interesting uh, world's been held at in Bogota, which is uh, two and a half thousand meters above sea level. Oh wow! Um, oh yeah, the altitude. Um, yeah. So, how do you think that's going to affect you? Won't know until we get out there. You'd be I'm hoping fucked, that my why, why would I be hoping my fucking jeans are going to help me out there and help me adapt as well as possible? But no chance, mate. You haven't got me, Chris, to help you. So. You haven't got half as much. You, 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 I mean, you don't scream Colombian, do you, Chris? Let's be honest. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you're, look, you're not wrong there, mate. I've got absolutely no doubt in my mind you're gonna you're gonna definitely win the E group, um, and I, I I've got complete faith that you're gonna hit you're gonna hit your three plate snatch and you're gonna hit your your four hundred pound clean joke. Before we uh, before we have you off the podcast, Chris, I want to ask you something. This this hasn't obviously just been a big year for you in terms of your weightlifting. Um, you've also, um, for those that don't know, you've just moved in with your missus somewhere. Um, yeah. And it's lovely. I went to stay. It was beautiful. I had a great time, didn't I, Chris? You did. So Mikey was, uh, was our first house guest. Oh, really? That's a fun fact. Shit, that is cool. So Chris goes out with Holly O'Shea, who's, um, the first female, well, the first weightlifter to, um, to, uh, represent Gibraltar at the Commonwealth Games. Remarkable achievement. Uh, they're going to have some pretty strong kids if they want kids or if they have kids. Um, we just don't know. We don't know. But, I mean, we hope that they do have kids because, I mean, the neck's going to be pretty large, but they're going to be pretty good at weightlifting, aren't they? Um, but what I want to know, Chris, how has that, that been? How has that been uh, in terms of um, your sort of trade? Is it, has it changed anything at all? Obviously, you're both working people. Well, you don't really work, Chris, but, I mean, uh, Holly does work. Um you know, you you having to do more cooking. Uh, you having to do. It, it, how is this affecting your life, mate? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say our um, you know, our day to day has changed that much. Obviously, moving down south, it's a change of location. Uh, we're lucky that we've got quite a few gyms that we we train at, including Locker, Woking, and the occasional visit down to Brunel. Um, but I'd say the one issue that we did have was. It's, uh, it's our first unfurnished um, apartment, so buying all the furniture, buying the mattress, and, and that was quite stressful in the lead up to to Europeans. I think Mikey will remember when when I offered him a place to stay because it's a little bit closer to Heathrow than Cardiff. Um, I said, "Look, you can come stay, but we don't actually have a bed at the moment." So I was planning on sleeping sleep in, in between Holly and Chris. <laughs> Luckily, he actually he bought a sleeping <laughs> mattress. God damn! So we uh, we managed to get something just in time, but I think that's been the most stressful thing. Holly's currently looking at mirrors, um, which we're looking to get in. Which okay, I would be happy with you. <laughs> yeah. Sort the fucking lid out, anyway, Chris. Isn't it? <laughs> you haven't got long left with it, anyway. But I, I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, for the short term, it'd be good for you to sort the barn out. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I suppose it, it's a very humbling experience when, um, you know, you, you sort of, I think 
you, you as a as an elite weightlifter, which you are, um, you know, you get protected from the real world for a bit, a bit longer than uh, than the rest. And then when it comes to it, you've now got a house, you're living with your missus, and it's like, fuck, you know, I still need a sofa to live on, you know, I still need a bed, I still need this and that, and this shit don't come cheap, does it? Um, it, it shows that Chris is an elite weightlifter, but he still has the same struggles that you do at home. Like, he, he wonders at the end of the day, what am I going to have for food? He's got to go to Tesco's down the road. What a ball ache. Chris Murray has that same ball ache. He doesn't go to Tesco, he goes to Waitrose. Just gonna say, no. I'm just, I, I, I'm giving a bit of inside scoop here. Chris Murray definitely goes to Waitrose. You know what? He, I'm gonna vouch. He doesn't, and only because he spends so much money on his apartment a month. Really? Yeah. Oh, He's God. laughing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, I mean, I suppose what would be an interesting thing to just get your, um, your take on it just before before we go is, um, you know, I think people will be interested to know how you manage to balance. Um, you know the, the the training regime you have. I suppose I, I suppose it'd be good to understand how um, how often you do train and then how you switch off from training. Um, you know, have you got flexible hours in work that allow you to train um, when you want, and 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 if not, how do you work around it? Just give us an insight into your training schedule and what your week looks like and how you sort of balance it all. So I'm quite lucky in the fact that. Um I've got a few sponsors supporting me financially, uh, which means that I can afford to work part-time. So I work 30 hours a week with British weightlifting. Um, so that's basically 9.30 till 3.30 every day. Um, and what's your job role? It is the regional pathway officer. Cool. So Jenny Tong's PM. I look the clubs and the regional squads which we have one coming up this Sunday, which oh. is very exciting. What region are we talking about here? Midlands. Ah, okay. So I look after the Midlands region. So you're, um, you're involved in sort of um, talent development and pathway and all that sort of thing? Very early stages, but yes, essentially. Um, if, if people want to contact you in a work capacity, Chris, I think it's important to stress that they don't message your personal Instagram, they message your British weightlifting uh, email. Is that correct? Exactly. Chris.Murray at BritishWeightlifting.org if you've got any uh, regional pathway officers questions. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you'd be flooded with questions. So, <laughs> so you, 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 you wake up, you have your breakfast, you work with British weightlifting from 9.30 till 3.30. Then what do you do? Do you go straight to the, the, the gym then or...? I'll um I'll normally wait for Holly to finish work, which is about five five thirty, depending on how busy her day is, and then we'll head off to the gym together. What do you um, do in your downtime before the gym? Oh, a bit of Nintendo Switch, bit of Instagram scrolling. Um, nothing too nothing too crazy. Mm. Or interesting, um, really. <laughs> or interesting. No, I don't think that's the thing. Like weightlifting, like I mean, you can you can make it as fun as you want to, but. I think you'll find like there aren't many people who do a lot outside of weightlifting. Like you guys, when you guys go out, you guys go out with weightlifters. Or you go out with regular people. Uh, regular people, typically. Really, you have regular people friends. Yeah, yeah. I and I think this is where you're going wrong, Chris. Is right. I think the, <laughs> the better you get at weightlifting, 
the the less normal friends you have and the less normal you actually are. Is Chris going wrong though? He, he's just won the Commonwealth Games. We just, yeah, but he's got no friends. But he won the Commonwealth Games. We come seventh. I've got friends, mate. All right. We have the pub as well, to be fair. Plus, I mean, Chris, you know, I mean, if how how often do you have conversations with people that involve like, uh, uh, what do you do? You say, I'm a weightlifter. And they're like, oh, is that like powerlifting? And do you have those exchanges with people? Every, yeah, very often. Yeah. And, and that, folks, that's Chris Murray, right? The, the, he is at the peak of our sport in the UK at the moment. Um, and he's getting the same shit that everyone else gets, you know, <laughs> the people that don't understand weightlifting. Um, so Chris Murray is relatable, if you didn't know that already. Especially relatable to the middle class and, and upper class community. But anyway, look, Chris, thank you so much for being on the podcast. <laughs> Um, we were going to diss you and like sort of hang up and then like not call you back. But we've realized that you're, you're actually, you know, you're a good bloke and um, we're, we're, we're interested to hear what you have to say. We'll send you a mug, Chris. You know what? I wasn't prepared for this. I was prepared for the for the first thing that you said. You guys just hanging up. I've got half eaten chicken year off just sitting on my side. That I was just going to tuck into. And thank you so much um, for pronouncing it correctly no, as well, Chris. I appreciate that conversation. He pronounced it Giros, which is the correct way to pronounce it. He's Colombian, of course some, he is. Some people say Giros. Oh. Yeah, no, nice. Chris, thanks so much, mate. It's been a pleasure talking to you. You too, guys. Love you. Love the way. podcast. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. That was Chris. That was Chris Murray. That was our Lord and Saviour, Chris Murray, speaking to us. And our first guest. An actual guest. Yeah, so um, I suppose that's a good way to round off the podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening to episode 10. We're going to get more guests on. Drop us a message as to um, who you'd like to, uh, to hear us speak to. Yeah, we can arrange things, actually, because we know people. Yeah, so um, thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoy the rest of your Monday. of the time, it works every time. Works out of the PB gym in Cardiff. Familiar with that one? Tonight at 11. Doom! Prestige Worldwide. Prestige Worldwide. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Wow, 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 he's a very nice. Surprise, motherfucker. Jordan Sackers, you've got to make the next one.